This is Vanderbilt Business. For prospective executive MBA students, work-life balance is an important consideration, especially if there's a partner to factor into the equation. When both partners want to pursue an executive MBA, the list of factors grows considerably. We spoke with three couples who each went through the Vanderbilt Executive MBA program, some concurrently, another staggered, to get a better understanding of how they balanced their time, got the most out of their education, and supported each other along the way. Marketing Director Amy Katz and I conducted the interviews. Hi, everybody. I'm here today with Allison Peter Little. Allison Peter, thank you so much for joining us. Happy to be here. Glad to be here. Allison Peter, you guys are both graduates of the Executive MBA program. You're married, and you went through the program at the same time. Is that correct? That is right. Yep. Yep. We sure did. What were your respective roles when you were considering the program professionally, and why did you think an Executive MBA was going to fit into your professional track? I worked in healthcare corporate banking for a super regional bank with an office in Nashville. And, uh, you know, primarily I was responsible for, I was on the kind of the underwriting and portfolio management side. So I was, you know, largely in a transaction-based uh, role. And, you know, when I looked at an MBA, I looked at it through the lens of making a career change. And I felt that um, getting an MBA from, from a place like Owen, from Vanderbilt, would, would really help. I guess, provide some credibility to my story to uh, future employers as I look to transition kind of out of a trans- from a transaction banking world into kind of the corporate world or, you know, going in with a company. Um, and so I made that successful transition after my, after graduation, um, and I'm now at uh, the University of Kentucky Healthcare in Lexington, Kentucky. So I worked in a consumer packaged goods company as, in marketing as an analyst at the time. My and my duties were more, you know, kind of lower tier brand management, um, doing a lot of data analytics and reporting on that, um, you know, more shared responsibility than real owned responsibility. And most of my peers and those, you know, above my level had MBAs from very prestigious institutions. And so I felt like, you know, I, I was really looking to kind of be at that same level and also gain the confidence that I could, you know, progress within the organization. You two came to the conclusion that the best way for both of you to achieve this education was to do it at the same time. What did that, what did those conversations look like? And how did you end up reaching the conclusion and justifying it? It's, it's kind of funny. We, we both independently knew we wanted to get our MBAs. I think Peter might have been the first one to kind of you know, bring up the topic. And we said at the time, you know, this is going to be, if we did it at the same time, this is going to be either the best decision or really the worst decision for, you know, us as in our marriage. Because we were relatively newly married. And we, we debated it a lot. And I think at the end of the day, we decided that, you know, it's better, it's a two-year commitment, which is a long time. And we wanted to, you know, not delay kind of starting our family too long, and so it made sense for us just to do it at the same time versus spreading it over three or four years. I completely agree. At the end of the day, it came down to, you know what, this is going to be a huge commitment, even if just one of us goes through it at a time. So let's both do it together and knock this thing out in two years and, and try to you know get back to normalcy as fast as possible. Um, you know, I know from one reservation we had, that we that we worked through and talked through was just would the fact that us doing the program together kind of interfere with our ability to to form relationships with other people you know with, with, with our classmates kind of you know 
steer away from the married couple. But but ultimately, we got comfortable with it. I think it was a, a wonderful decision that we both uh, went through the program together. We talked about this before, but why did you specifically choose Vanderbilt's executive MBA program? Sure. So I think, you know, for me, you know, I'm a, I'm a big believer. I think Alice, speaking for Alice as well, we're a big believer in, in education and, and continuing to learn. And I think Vanderbilt as, as kind of a very prestigious university, not only within Tennessee and the South, but all across the country really was the sell for me. You know, I saw the opportunity to continue working while getting uh, an MBA from an institution like Vanderbilt is just too much to pass up at that point in my career. And, and, and really, I never looked anywhere else, given that we were in Nashville. And I knew that wherever you know, my career or, or our careers took us, we could, we could pack up that Vanderbilt degree, and, and it would resonate in any market, you know, not only here in the country, but I'm pretty confident across the world if we had um, you know, pursued an international career. Yeah, I'd agree. We were in Nashville. It really didn't make sense to look elsewhere. Um, it's, you know, the Vanderbilt speaks for itself, but not just, you know, the reputation of Vanderbilt, but we knew that it would give us a, a more robust curriculum um, and kind of preparedness for future, you know, endeavors we wanted to go into than kind of similar, maybe other, other schools that are kind of regionally located nearby. And I would maybe just add on again that we also, we we did a fair amount of homework on Vanderbilt and we, we, we knew people from, from the program who had graduated in earlier classes. And so the feedback was all very positive and we just felt like it was a natural place for us to, to, to go pursue an advanced degree. Mm-hmm. And further to that point, just the, the network and the alumni group that you get at Vanderbilt. I mean, my, my parents both went to Vanderbilt undergrad. My brother went there undergrad. I feel like there's a lot of, um, it's a very wide-reaching network and very supportive kind of alumni page. While you were in the program and as that played out, what were some of the advantages of doing the program together and maybe what were some of the challenges? The biggest advantage for me and maybe both of us was that the other person knew kind of exactly what you're going through, Um, you know, down to the time commitment and the, you know, just the the course load. You're You're in the same classes, so you understand, you know, the assignments and the context behind, you know, whatever issues the discussion, you know, led to. So I think, you know, that having that kind of shoulder to lean on and, you know, person who's just right there in the thick of it with you was really helpful. Um, they knew how much work it was and how much time it was just with the outside group work and, you know, you know papers and projects and that kind of thing. Um, that really helped you. So when you didn't feel like, you know, you had to fill somebody else in or that you were really taking away from, you know, being with your family because you both were doing it together. Yeah, and I, I agree agree completely with Alice. I mean, to be able to kind of cross-reference experiences and, 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 and different takeaways from the lessons and, and in some cases even kind of bent on things that were happening in the program were a huge benefit. And to be able to share that with your spouse, you know, was very, very helpful to just kind of managing a, 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 a lot of responsibilities across, you know, two years. Okay. I would say one of the challenges that we kind of worried about going into it, Peter had kind of alluded to it in one of the other questions, but we were really kind of, we didn't want to take anything away from the other person's experience by doing it together. We wanted them to be able to get whatever they were looking for out of it, you know, independently. Um, and I think, 
that was a was something that we were worried about going into it. But once we got into the program, we saw that you know it's it was easily able to be done by you know kind of just how um, how tight the group became as kind of one class and how we were able to you know make relationships and learn things without kind of you know um, lean, having to lean too much on the other person. Yeah, and I think Vanderbilt. You know, I, I think when we went through the program, there was like. 40 kind of EMBAs, and then there was like 12 or 15 kind of America's MBAs. That, that, that's what it was that when we were there. But, you know, we were in the same classes together, but you spend so much time with your teens that you kind of feel like you're in different classes than your spouse, and you end up forming separate relationships, and you, you know, you're not eating lunch together, and you just kind of naturally form other relationships among, among your classmates. Another little twist in, in your executive MBA journeys were that upon graduation, did you all take new jobs and then actually relocate from Nashville elsewhere? Sure. So we did, yes. And I, as I mentioned in the beginning, I kind of used the MBA to transition out of like the healthcare finance transaction world into an actual healthcare company. Um, and we're both from Lexington, Kentucky, and you know, Lexington has always been a special place for us and it worked out we said you know what we're just gonna try to see if there's job opportunities back there you know that are good fits for us based on our experience and um, it worked out uh, Alice took a job in, in marketing with with uh, Temper Sealy and then I and she ended up moving in I think like a month or two before the end of the program and I stayed in Nashville to kind of oversee the <laughs> the selling of our house, but I, I ultimately worked remote um, in my finance job for a few months and landed a job at, at UK Healthcare where I now work in strategy. So um, I really do think that having the Vanderbilt degree made our our story to employers very meaningful. I mean, it, it had some purpose to it that we weren't just you know looking for a change, but we were we were thinking about a change through the lens of, 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 of advancing ourselves with, with education and, and our career experiences. Was that a stressful time for you two, those, those couple of months? Um, I, I just imagine that you were simultaneously <laughs> looking for new jobs, and then once, once Alice got, got her job, there was that process of transition. How long did that take from when you first, when you first started looking for new opportunities to actually moving to Lexington? We graduated in 2015, and so I think Alice started her job. Alice's job process, like, went very quickly. Um, she kind of applied in late March, April, and was there be right before Memorial Day in May, working in Lexington. So she had gone back and then commuted for the last few Saturdays of the EMBA program. Um, we sold our house in, like, a day just because of the national market, as you probably realize the real estate market there is insane so you know it wasn't really that stressful i had a very good relationship with my previous company i mean i was very open and honest with them and said would it be okay i could do my job remote you know with technology and a little bit of travel here and there and they were very supportive of it and it was actually they actually i think by being so open and honest with them they allowed me to continue on in a remote capacity for as long as as long as it's you know necessary and i mean i did have the opportunity to continue on remotely but i just felt that probably wasn't the best idea long term just for for both of us and so um i had actually started 
talking with my current employer right around the time that I moved back, like at the end of the Ember program, and by October I was hired. So um, it was kind of like a five, six-month process, which, you know, we moved, or Alice moved, sold a house. I started working remotely. I got a new job, and boom, we're all (laughs) in Lexington settled six months later. That's very quick. Thank you both for sharing your story. I just have one more question for you before we close. Do you have any advice to offer other couples that are considering an executive MBA program? I would recommend doing it together, certainly. I know couples that have done it over three or four years, but I think doing it together was a great decision for us. I think, you know, be clear with your spouse about what you, you know, what you're looking to get out of it and and why you're going you know, in pursuing this and what's important to you. I think making sure that they understand kind of what you're in it for um, are, is important. And then, um, you know, the other thing about doing it together is just the kind of the, um, you don't have to have that, you know, that feeling like that guilty feeling like you're not, you know, spending time with your family or spouse sort of um, outside the program. So that for me was, was a nice, um, you know, we were fully committed to the program. We knew the time commitment for, you know, each, each one of us had. Um, and it was really, it was all about school and work for those two years. And, you know, um, having that person that's there with you doing it was just, is actually a really great thing for us and for, I think it made us um, a lot closer too. So I, that's what I would say. Yeah, and I, I would. I think that's exactly right. I think kind of with going back to school in general later on in your professional career, I think you can always make excuses to not go back. But I would, you know, for spouses or married couples, I should say, that are considering this, I mean, there's a lot of excuses not to go back. But really, you know, go with what your gut, what your heart's telling you. And I think if you really feel like it's the right opportunity for you both to do, then do it at the same time and, and be supportive and, and understand going in. Yes, it's going to be a lot of work and it's going to be a lot of time management and juggling schedules. But in the grand scheme of thing, I think the program now is 20 months, I believe. It was 24 months when we were there, somewhere around there. In the grand scheme of things, it's, it's, a, it's a relatively short commitment to what will hopefully be a very long professional career. So I think it's well worth the effort. Hi, everyone. Welcome to This is Vanderbilt Business. Uh, this is Nate Luce. I'm here today with Allison Davis and Nathan Taylor. Allison and Nathan, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Allison, what's your current role and uh, what are you responsible for? Um, my current role, I'm the Vice President of Digital Operations at Journal Communications. Um, Journal Communications is a 30-year-old content marketing and publishing company located in Franklin, Tennessee. Um, currently, I am responsible for the digital, all digital operations, so that is our digital division, and that includes the strategy, uh, monetization, security of our products, creative direction, finance of our department, and all vendor management for our department and all of the digital products that we create. Excellent. And uh, Nathan, how about yourself? Yeah, um, currently I'm a global project manager and sales operations consultant at Dell EMC. And um, what that role entails, I, I manage projects that add to Dell's sales capabilities and competitiveness across the countries where we sell direct to customers. Take me back, if you can, um, to the time when you were starting to consider an executive MBA program. What were you both doing, and why did you think you needed an MBA to get to the next level? 
When I was thinking about joining the program, um, I was working in a similar role, but it was specifically focused on uh, North America, so United States and Canada, and specifically in our retail operations arm um, of the same side of the business. And in order to take on some of the more complex projects, as we were expanding our business footprint across uh, multiple new regions and countries, I needed a higher level of understanding of global business practices as well as just a better general grounding in business fundamentals, be that finance, statistics, negotiations, and leadership, uh, in order to be ready to take on and lead those more complicated projects, especially across multiple countries at once. Um, when I first started thinking about um, an executive MBA or an MBA in general, um, I was actually at my, I, was, I just left my former position um, at Emma, I was the creative director there for eight years, which is a software company, an email marketing software company loaded, located here in Nashville. I had been thinking about what my next step was, and I had a lot of managerial um, experience, a lot of entrepreneurial experience being the second employee there and helping that business grow to over 100 employees. And I thought, what would, what would, need me, what would I need to get to the next level? And what I really noticed was I was lacking in financial and business acumen, that I hadn't had a lot of experience with that and that that was something I felt like I really needed to, to build in order to be better, a better, a well-rounded candidate. And so, Allison, why did you choose uh, Vanderbilt's executive MBA program? So I chose Vanderbilt for a couple of reasons. Um, one, it's located here in Nashville, where I live. Uh, and another reason is I really liked their executive MBA program specifically. Um, having worked for over, you know, about 15 years, you know, I was looking for something that wasn't going to take me out of the workforce. I wanted to be able to work full-time in my position, but also have an experience in an MBA program with the caliber of classes and professors and fellow students that I would get at Vanderbilt. And Nathan, how about yourself? Uh, There's really a lot of the same reasons as Allison. It, it was convenient. Um, we're, we're not located too terribly far from the Vanderbilt campus. Uh, and as we were... Uh, had recently just expanded our family. We had a, a two-year-old daughter at the time when I was entering the program, and I knew that uh, the Vanderbilt program would, would give me the academic rigor that I was looking for in an executive MBA program while still allowing us to still be in the adaptation phase of, uh, of raising our daughter and, and still focusing on career, like Allison said. Another reason is um, we have a family history at Vanderbilt. Uh, from my side of the family, my parents went, both went to medical school at Vanderbilt. Um, and then my father in 1987 actually came to one of the first versions of the MBA, executive MBA program at Owen when he was, while he was a doctor. And he completed that, and it was really transformative for his life. And he did that so he could have very much the same reasons that I ended up deciding and that was to really build on the financial and business acumen so he could run his own practice as a physician um, in a better way. And my sister also went to the daytime program in about 2004. And everybody went for different reasons. And it was something that I never thought that I would do, being an art major in college. And it really came around as one of the best opportunities I could ever have imagined. Nathan, you mentioned that you have had a two-year-old daughter at the time. Did you attend the program first uh, and then Allison followed, or was it concurrently? Uh, we did not do it concurrently. That that did come up as a discussion. And um, I, I attended the program first, and then Allison started almost immediately after because I uh, attended during one of the years where the program 
had a little bit of a longer calendar than than just uh, graduating in May with the rest of the, the daytime program and the rest of the, the Vanderbilt uh, classmates. We graduated in July, uh, and with the summer programs and the prep work, math camp, and other things that uh, that Allison and a lot of other students in the executive program take advantage of, she actually started those while I was finishing the program. So there was a little bit of overlap, but um, but not a complete overlap and definitely not a, a concurrent time frame. Yeah, I would say that when Nathan, it made sense for Nathan to start first. And about a year in, I was so excited to go into the program myself. We did talk about doing a over like one year overlap. And it really, you know, we, took, we talked through it. I'd actually started studying for the GMAT. And I think through that, talking and talking through that, we decided that and I decided that it would be best to have Nathan have his own experience for that full two years. And it also would be the best for our daughter and having had a full support partner at one time. And then when it was my turn, Nathan would be my full support partner. And that really worked out very well. I would say one thing, Allison, you said uh, about a year in, you got really excited about, about uh, the potential of you starting. I distinctly remember that happening a little earlier um, actually, at one of the orientation dinners, you uh, <laughs> okay. on the way home from the orientation dinner uh, with Dean Johnson, you said, uh, I think you said to me something like, oh, I want to go. I want to do this. And uh, that was really where we started having the conversation about you doing it as well. And then it was just a matter of figuring out exactly when you would start. Yeah, uh, that's correct. <laughs> okay. So, Nathan, you had, you had the bug first. And then um, once Allison got a bigger understanding of what, what that program would be like, she wanted in. That's exactly right. As you were going through this consideration set, um, I mean, it sounds like you obviously both were extremely excited about the program. Did you all have any concerns that you needed to address or think through as you, as you considered how you would approach this, this part of your life? The first concern that I had was thinking about our daughter, who was two years old, and you know, wanting to make, this, make our, our work life and school all balanced together. Um, having a full-time job at the same time, you know, we each have our own schedules. We leave in the morning, we come back at home at night, and then we have that entire rest of the evening to devote to our families. And we wanted to preserve as much of that as possible. So that was probably our the first consideration of the first partner going, how could we maintain that? Yeah, I think that was a, a lot of my same concerns. The division of, of household duties, including parenting, you know, when each individual parent would be kind of on point during busy times or, or during during critical work times or critical school times, uh, the time commitment itself. So it's it's very easy before you look a little deeper into the program to think, oh, well, it's only one weekend every two weeks. That's not much of a time commitment. It shouldn't have that much of an impact on my life. But anything more than just a quick glance at the program will, will make any prospective student realize that the time commitment is far greater than that, uh, especially in the executive program because you have a, a commitment not only to the program itself and to your own academic progress, but also to the, the C team that you're on and their expectations. And so you really are managing multiple expectations at once. You're managing your own career, which you're still in a, a, a job at that in the executive program. You're managing your, your work, uh, your life balance, your home life balance. So with, your, with a family and your spouse's expectations, you're managing your own academic performance and you're managing the expectations of your team. And we had a lot of conversations about how much of a time commitment that was uh, going to take. And I feel like when I went through the program, some of that was still fairly new. 
and a little rough around the edges. And then by the time we got into uh, Allison's turn in the program, I won't say it went perfectly. There were definitely some uh, some some bumps in the road, as, especially as things got really busy. But we were a lot better at understanding what that full-time commitment was going to look like because we both at that point experienced the other side. And that was very helpful to, to allaying some of those concerns or alleviating some of those concerns. I would just like to add that as the first support partner in the group um, for Nathan going first into the program, very early on, um, any expectation that I had of a very specific schedule for the time that he would need to study or be with his C team, I really needed to get rid of that previous expectation and really understand that it's not just about, like Nathan said, every, every other Saturday or even just like a few hours a week. <laughs> it turned out to be a lot of hours, but just a few, you know, it, whatever hours needed the teaching, that that wasn't always set, that that had to be very fluid. And, you know, even time after class, you're in class all day, you know, having that time after class to, you know, talk with your C team some more, go across the street and get a drink with your fellow uh, students, go out to dinner, what have you, whatever that time is needed for is just as important as the class time itself. And setting that expectation right away that it wasn't going to be, oh, great, you get out at, you know, 6.30, you're going to be home at 6.45 after class. It changing that to say if you have, if it's C-team night, if it's school night, if it's whatever it is, that is an unlimited amount of time, and I'm not going to place additional expectations on that time for Nathan. And that really helped early on to just really be, you know, let, it, let us figure it out um, kind of through osmosis. And I think that really helped, and it really helped set the stage for when I was in the program. And I, my team, we like to meet in person uh, much more than we like to meet virtually. So I was on campus, you know, two to three times a week, including classes. And that was much different than Nathan. So that took a little more extra figuring out, but we managed to figure it out, and there was uh, a harmony that I think we were able to maintain throughout the program. So talk a little bit more about that. Um, you know, we talked a lot about support. What, what, how does that support work when you're on the spouse end of it and you're not attending the program? What are, what are certain things that you have to do to kind of lift your partner up and make sure that they're doing what they need to do to succeed in the program? Some of the things that help the spouse the most are some of the most basic things, you know, food, shelter, uh, warmth, those kinds of things, making sure that, you know, there's plans for dinner so you're not trying to figure out everybody gets home at, you know, 6 o'clock, he has a C-team meeting at, you know, 7.30, uh-oh, what's for dinner, and, you know, that kind of thing. Just making sure those kind of basic necessities are met first and foremost in a way that's just really simple. You know, if you need to use a meal delivery kit, uh, you know, subscription, try that out. Whatever makes the most sense and really trying to be, I think for all these things, really being forgiving and not saying that everything has to be perfect every time. You know, it's okay if we need to bring in McDonald's for dinner or whatnot, you know. I think some of the other things, like I said, keeping the house together, Keeping the house clean was something that right away when Nathan was in school, you know, that's a really hard thing to put on just one partner. And that is, as we all know, can be a real bone of contention between two partners. Um, so, and one of the best advice that I got from a previous graduate of the Owen program was to get some help where it was needed. If you need help mowing the lawn, if you need to hire somebody to do clean your house, you know, every other week. And that was some of the best advice I ever got. And we did implement that, and it made a huge difference, and it reduced a lot of stress in the house for both of us. And, you know, that's the kind of thing you need to make sure that all those basic needs and things that you know might cause an issue between the partners, you need to reduce that stress as much as possible because there's a lot of additional stress coming in 
you know, with homework and the C team and programs and everything else that you need to be prepared for and be able to handle. Definitely keeping a focus, having the spouse keep a focus on priorities so that you're still doing the things that are important, like two parents raising their growing child and, and spending, you know, having time for family, and then removing a lot of the distractions of things that are, are less important, getting help where you need it is, is definitely important. Another one I think was, is very important is flexibility, which we talked about earlier in a lot of the understanding of, of time commitments. Those time commitments will change week to week, and they'll change especially as the, the needs of the program change between especially year one and year two, but even within specific classes or specific projects. Um, or if there are issues that come up within a C team, those things can change very quickly. So being flexible and knowing that, that the big picture here is this is a two-year commitment, which is a long time, but it's not, it's not forever. And even if there are challenging times, the need for flexibility and maintaining focus on the priorities are both very important. And another thing that Allison talked about uh, in one of the earlier topics, which was, which was very important, is sort of putting yourself in your partner's shoes and realizing that this is not only an academic achievement, the, the executive MBA program, it's also a chance to build really close connections with people who you're going to know and think of as colleagues for the rest of your life. And that requires a certain, a, a certain change in thought processes that you're not just going to class or doing something else that's going to extend your career potential. It's, it's, a, it's a change back to some of the mindset that you had when you were in, in college or, or going through uh, you know, in any, any prior academic careers. And keeping all those things in mind is very important. And having a spouse that supports the big picture of what you're trying to accomplish and not just the two weekends a month and, you know, cooking dinner and that kind of stuff. I think that's really what, what I valued in Allison's support for me going through the program and what I tried to give her when she was in the program as well. Those are invaluable points. Thank you both very much. I just have one question left. How did the, how did the EMBA program help you get to your present position? The biggest one that my colleagues at at Dell EMC have, have told me they've seen since I've been in the program is um, an elevation of my confidence in complex or unfamiliar situations. And that's really critical at a business that's as large and as, has as much scope as Dell, that there's a lot of things that, that I may not be familiar with, but having come out of the program now, I'm much more capable of really jumping in with both feet and saying, okay, I've got some learning to do. I'm not afraid to ask the questions. I'm not afraid to, you know, as people say, look, look like an idiot for a while as I build up a certain amount of knowledge. I can form a plan on how to gain that knowledge and then execute to it and, and bring value back to the business. And that's something that I definitely will give a lot of credit to the Vanderbilt program not only the academic portion of it, but also just the exposure to the classmates and the, the educators that were in the program that in, as well, the kind of things that they've done and the influence that they had on me over the two years. Those are, that's probably the biggest transformational change that I saw as a result of being in the program. Yeah, I would say um, the confidence that Nathan mentioned is probably the biggest thing that I noticed Almost immediately being in the program, I, I didn't feel like I had to wait to the end for, you know, some of these skills and, and the knowledge to start really building my confidence, not only in my position at my company, um, but in myself and what I feel like I could achieve. 
great. How are you? Good. I have the puff here as well. Hi, Bob. Hello. How are you doing? Doing well, thank you. Definitely. All right. So, Viva, we'll start with you. So, um, real quick, what is your current role and what are you responsible for? Um, I'm the sales and marketing director for uh, agriculture and off-the-road tires um, for the Latin American division at Bridgestone. Great. What and are you responsible for the both? That, that the role responsibility, I think, is the same, right? <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect. Rada, what about you? So right now I'm working as the strategic implementation manager for Global Legal at Bridgestone. Perfect. All right, so Vibhav, what what was your role when you were considering the program? Like, what were you responsible for, and why did you think you needed an MBA to get to the next level? So um, when I was uh, planning on getting into going back to school, I was the manager for uh, finance, to be more precise, manufacturing finance for the Latin American division. Um, until then, I had uh, in-depth experience in starting out plants and uh, managing and working with plants. Um, I wanted to become a general manager and a business leader, and um, that was one of the triggers for me deciding to going back to school to get a better all-round business understanding so that I could be successful in making that move. Excellent. Rada, give us your thoughts. So when I started my program, I was working as legal analyst for a global legal team. When I started working there, it was more like I started working with other, um, other functions like finance, supply chain, and operations. I kind of thought like I need to understand where these people are coming from if I have to work with them, collaborate with them. So that's how kind of I started looking at this program. That's that's great. So so Viva, we'll start with you. What made you choose Vanderbilt's Executive MBA program? Um, Vanderbilt is a premium program um, in the United States and um, is also very close. Well, is based out of Nashville, so it was uh, extremely helpful that the university was in the city, easy to access, um, get in and out anytime I wanted. Um, so I didn't want to travel, as some of my other friends tried to do in the past to secure the MBA. So um, I wanted to make the best use of uh, the educational system around in the city. I feel like I never looked at MBA programs as such. I always looked only at random birds because I had a first-hand preview uh, as to the life of a student at Owen. So it was always like, I want to get into Owen, but when can I? So. It was not like, hey, do I want to go to the school, but more like when I want to go and how am I going to plan it out. I should, um, I should also add that uh, I had uh, mentors and uh, friends who had been through the program, mm -hmm. and uh, they had um, uh, advised me that Vanderbilt was a very good program also. So it was very helpful in making the decision. That's terrific. We, we hear a lot about how important alumni referrals and, and colleague referrals are in um, the decision process. So 
That's great to hear you echo that sentiment. So now you were both married. Uh, you, you were married to each other, uh, Vibhav, when you were considering <laughs> the program. Um, so, so talk a little bit about the conversations that you had with your spouse, Vibhav, when, when you were talking with Radha about your decision to spend um, some time away every other Saturday. And, and what were some of the things that y'all talked about? Um, we, I had chosen to go to school a year after we came back from Brazil. Mm-hmm. So um, it was a complete different change for us. Um, and we had to, um, well, we didn't know what, I didn't know what I was getting into, to be honest. Even though Vanderbilt does a fabulous job in uh, highlighting all the commitments required, it is very difficult to gauge what that means until you are in the program. Um, but as we, as I started to go through a program, uh, we started to adjust and understand what it meant in terms of hours spent in the school and hours spent doing homework, or um, you know hours not spent with uh, with rather. Um, yeah and family. So um, it, it, it takes a little bit of getting used to, but even though you're mentally, Vanderbilt does a very good job in mentally preparing us for it. Um, when you go through it, it might be a slightly different experience. That, that's great. Um, so, so Radha, so you... Just to close go that, ahead. just to close <laughs> that, I should say uh, Radha was very flexible and understanding. So um, You're too sweet. That that is, uh, <laughs> and it's always important that the spouse um, is very supportive. Otherwise, it would be a more difficult program to go through. Sure, that that makes a lot of sense. So, so Radha, I guess maybe your conversations with Vibhav a couple years later were a little different because he kind of already knew what you were about to get into. But what was it like from your perspective? What what kind of conversations did you have as you were thinking about doing the program too? I think it was Vibha who knew that I needed to get into this program way before I did. So he was kind of the big supporter I had for me to start at Oven. Like he, he was like, hey, you need to check this out. You need to do this. Look at what all, like he used to share what discussions they had in class. Just give me an overview of what his day was like. So it kind of put it, it made it way easier. I don't think we ever sat down and had a conversation like, I am planning on doing this, but do you think it was more like throughout the two years we kind of just ended at that decision that I need to do this program as well? Well, that's terrific. Great job uh, referring another candidate, Vibhav. Thank you for <laughs> recommending the program. I think she's not the only one, though. <laughs> hey, I'm the most important one. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Well, Rada, to your cre- to your credit, way to listen and and take up you know take him up on his recommendation. So very good. Um, so so I want to get out of order for a minute here, Vibhav, since you did the program mm-hmm. first. Rada, tell us um, um, how did the program sort of involve you or include you as a spouse throughout the program while while Vibhav was in it and you were you were the spouse? Um, what did that look like? Yeah, I don't think when the program started, I was as supportive as Vipa was for me. I was like, it was a little difficult for me to be a spouse and kind of like see how busy he was. I felt like we didn't have enough time over the weekend, but that's where the the 
uh, spouse program came into play. Like I feel like the team does an awesome job of planning them out. Like every quarter when it hits that plateau, when it's like too much, not to see your family, not to see your husband, that's when they would come in with a partner day or a prom or a picnic. It's like it gives you a good window into open life. Like, hey, this is my, what my partner is going through, so I should be more supportive. This is a lot of work for him or her to go through. So I think they, the way it is planned out right now, it's amazing. And it is very helpful for a spouse who is not part of OVEN or who has not gone through that program, just to understand the, the life itself. Yeah, that's terrific. I'm glad. I'm glad you felt so included throughout throughout the two years. So, um, Vibhav, you you probably had um, a a better understanding since you uh, were the spouse second. You already knew what Radha was going through, but kind of how did you feel included throughout throughout her experience being on the other side of it? Um, it it was much easier experience. I didn't have to do any of the homework. <laughs> So. <laughs> he was like our my team's consultant on call. Like anytime my team would struggle with something, we would call him and kind of ask him like, hey, how did you guys handle this or how did you deal with it? So that helped as well. Yeah. Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, no, um, for me, because I knew what was um, in play, it was very easy for me to play the part. And um, Vanderbilt, did not have to convince me in any other shape or form because I've been on the other side of the equation. Um, and, but I think um, just to um, add to what Radha said, the event that Vanderbilt has for family members is tremendously helpful in connecting and making sure even the family understands all the sacrifices made by the students at Vanderbilt um, while going through the program. So. Um, which is very important because then they understand that, okay, th there's a reason why they're going through this and it's only for their own good, right? The student's good that uh, um, the, the sacrifices are made by the family. Terrific, that, that's great. Um, so now, Vibhav, correct me if I'm wrong, you, you did the um, globe, you, you were on the AMBA's track, right? The global track? Yes, correct. Yes. So, so Radha, from your perspective, um, what, how did kind of the first year differ from the second year in terms of um, the, maybe the time management aspect, or did you feel like it was a little bit easier since he was only gone four times instead of the other, every other Saturday, or what, what did that feel like for you? Um, I felt that the second year was easier than first for some reason. Like you knew in advance that he will be gone for that week, like every quarter, and that's the only week he won't be available. But I think the every other weekend part is a little more cumbersome, kind of. It's like you feel like it's never going to end, even though you know it's only a two-year program. <laughs> it feels like forever. So I feel like the global program is better kind of mapped out than ours, which is it's too years of commitment. Yeah, right, right. So, um, Vibhav, did you did you feel some differences there, given that your second year you were gone four times, and and Radha's second year it was it was that continuation of the every other Saturday? Well, um, from the global track perspective, um, the second year workload is distributed in a very different way compared to the first year. 
Uh, a lot of uh, pre-work happens before the classes, and a lot of homework is done prior to the classes. Um, so um, because of the way it's structured, the, the workloads are not necessarily spread out throughout the two years, um, or, or throughout the year of the second year, right? So um, in, in for students who also try and audit the second year now, they don't have to do homework, so <laughs> they can still attend some of the classes to 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 gain a little more insights um, at Vanderbilt. Um, so and I, I did that a little bit as well. Um, now it's it's different, uh, and the whole objective of two programs is to give those two different options or experiences to students to um, to develop and learn. So. Um, it's, uh, I wouldn't say both are, they're not an apples to apples comparison. There are things that you can learn in the global track, which um, you probably cannot uh, in a traditional executive MBA program. So in, in some ways, you kind of both benefited from each other's program. So y'all got, got a little extra learning <laughs> on either end. So that's great. Okay, well, just two more questions, one serious and, and one hopefully a little playful. Um, the first serious one is, um, now that you both have, have gone through it, um, what advice do you have for couples who are considering the program either, you know, as you all did con um, concurrently or, or even to those who are thinking about just going for it all and doing it at the same time? Do you have any recommendations or, or things you think they should think about? Okay, I'll go first with that one. <laughs> Um, I think it depends on your life situation. If you have young family, you have kids, maybe doing it at the same time would be more stressful than doing it one after other. Um, but e either way, what works for you is what you should go for. But before starting the program, you have to make sure you are aware of the commitment, the time you need to put in, the hours you need to put in. Like I spend almost every Wednesday and Friday, four hours in the evening with my team. That's just a commitment you have to make. It's not just one Saturday every other week that you are going to give up. It's a lot of birthdays, a lot of get-togethers that you have to give up for two years. But by the end of it, you gain a family. You get, get to be part of Owen family. You make friends for life. And you have like advisors throughout the industry, throughout this region. So it's a great program, but it's a lot of work. So figure out what works for you and go with that. It is all dependent on where people are in their lives and um, how quickly they would like to commit. It's also a financial investment in themselves. So two people doing it at the same time um, can also be uh, something to consider about when they make those financial decisions. Um, but I have seen couples do this um, together, and we have done it uh, one after the other. Both have worked for people and for us in this in, my, in our example. So there's no one right or wrong thing. It all depends on where you are in your career, in your life, and whether you can do it. And it's always helpful for the second one to have someone he can go, he or she can go back to. So <laughs> you are you are a winner either way. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's terrific. That's great. That's really um, so articulately put, and I think you're you're spot on about recognizing that 
it, it is more than just class days. Um, there, there's, it is a big time commitment, but it sounds like what you both got from the program is, has been really fantastic for you personally and professionally. So that's great to hear. All right, last question, and this is this is hopefully a playful one, in that um, we know that lots of MBA students are um, a little bit competitive. So did you two have any um, competitions? I know you weren't taking the classes at the exact same time, but did you feel the need to maybe show each other who may have scored better on, say, an econ midterm or um, whose <laughs> who's capstone strategy project got higher marks or anything like that? Rather beat me out, right? <laughs> I have to say, I am better at taking tests than Vibovis, so I don't know <laughs> if that's the reason, but yeah, it is. And you get a little bit competitive at the end of the day, and it is fun to do that. It's just like something else you share, <laughs> and no one else understands why you are so happy or so mad about something as small as the e-contest, but yeah, it is fun to be a bit competitive. From my standpoint, I'm okay when the student beats the sensei, so ah. uh, it's, it's only an honor. So. <laughs> ah, so, so well after graduation, the friendly competition continues. I love that. That's great. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, terrific. Any, any final thoughts or questions I maybe should have asked you that I didn't think to? Or? Um, not any questions, or, but just... This is a, uh, like, I really like that you guys reached out to, especially you, because it's a nice way to still feel connected to Owen after we graduated. So happy to do this anytime. Thank you to Alice, Peter, Allison, Nathan, Radha, and Vibha for their time this week. And thank you for listening. You can find more stories and information on Vanderbilt Business by visiting our website, business.vanderbilt.edu, or following at Vanderbilt Ellen on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, or Twitter. Music provided by Mike Foster. I'm Nate Luce.